Hello everyone and welcome back, Dace here, and yeah, this is an exciting second episode for Shmuptopia. Really, really stoked to be uh, just, yeah, carrying on with this project, and uh, yeah, so anyway, we're just going to like jump right into it. Of course, my approach is always like a fairly laid back and uh, just kind of like rough notes style, so that's kind of just what we're going to do. I do have some really interesting things that I want to touch on uh, during this episode, but I think I will begin with just kind of what I've been doing over the last week since the last episode and all that kind of stuff. So some of you know Surreal Rager or Uncle Trev, um, who also has a, a podcast and YouTube and all that stuff, Twitter, you name it. Um, so anyway, over the weekend, he decided to do this shmup challenge which uh, revolved around doing the daily run in Sterden, Binary Stars on Nintendo Switch. So there were a few of us uh, doing that. It's amazing because that was, uh, of course, if you listen to my last episode, you'll know that Sterden was my first shmup on Switch. And the thing that really got me into the genre. And it's amazing because I had totally, totally forgotten that they even had the daily run uh, thing in the works. Um, I've, I've definitely done it before. But it's such a blast because, like, everyone gets the same exact run, the same starting ship, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so it really does put you, your, put your skills to the test, and you as a shmup player. Uh, like, I, I really, uh, I do really well with the specialist, which is the uh, the ship that uses bots. So anytime I have like a daily run where that just happens to be the ship of the day, like it's like, oh, nice. Okay, awesome. But uh, for the one that we did on Saturday, I didn't do one Sunday, but on Saturday I had uh, the starting one. I forget what the name is, Tempest or something. And I I did okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it really does just go to show uh, like just how, how big of a difference it, there can be when you're playing with a ship that you're not the most crazy about or proficient with and all that kind of stuff so it was really neat to do that i'm stoked to have more of these shmup weekend challenges so if you're on twitter be sure to check out surreal rager and uh yeah join in on some of those because they are good times so anyway uh one thing uh in terms of pickups this week i wasn't even planning on getting this i but uh, yeah we went to walmart the one night to look for something and i was just like you know what i will search the switch physicals in the gaming department and i came across the snk collection and i i was just like oh i'm gonna like i've, I've been aware of this for a long time but i've never actually looked into what is on this what games like obviously i knew there would be classics um, but I never once even thought to check for shmups, so we went on the phone and just kind of like looked at the game list. And uh, so for those who don't know, the SNK collection is just like all these super old school. Uh, there are uh, 24 games um, are on this thing, and uh, I won't list all of them off, just the main ones that uh, really grip my attention. But anyway, as soon as I saw that, there were like, oh, okay, one, two, three, four, oh, holy smokes, like all these shmups on this collection. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving with this. There's no two ways about it. So that was a really cool, unexpected uh, purchase. Um, but yeah, it's just fantastic. Yesterday, uh, I booted up uh, a few of them. Uh, notably, one thing that really, really was like that extra like deciding factor was the fact that prehistoric isle was on there car dreamer um my buddy from d class 
uh, he did Prehistoric Isle 2, and oh, that game looks so cool. You're just going around blowing dinosaurs to bits. They're just like going crazy. So when I saw that number one was on this, I was like, okay, that's that's already a huge plus for me because I can check that out. Uh, I'm still waiting on uh, Prehistoric Isle 2 to go on sale because, yeah, like I said last time, I don't want to be spending full price on every single Neo Geo or Arcade Archives release uh, on the Switch because that's just a lot of dough uh, right up front. But uh, anyway, so there was that one. I checked that out yesterday or the day before, I think, and I actually played World Wars, and I want to actually touch on a few things about that, but I'll come back to that in a minute. And then there was Ozma Wars, or Ozma, I'm not sure how they say that. That one is, that might actually be like 79, like 1979 or something. It was crazy. I uh, did a video for Twitter, actually, just a little clip of the the gameplay because it is so so ancient it's like caveman stuff and the sound effects like there's this constant like uh, i'm not sure how to even describe it. it's just like this like like through the whole whole thing uh so i didn't play that for too long but it was neat checking it out and just yeah seeing what would have been the the climactic height of gaming technology at that time <laughs> but anyway um another one that is very very similar to world wars is bermuda triangle i didn't i just checked out a little bit i actually want to do like a, a full playthrough of that at some point over the next few days but uh it's very similar to world wars so anyway in world wars i think it's about like six stages or so and there's a boss at the end of each stage uh the bosses are super super easy um like like yeah like what i mean is there are a lot of attacks all over the place and you can easily fumble this stuff because it's just like chaotic at times but they're easy in the sense that they don't have much hp like you don't get to see the hp as far as i know or at least i wasn't looking around for a health bar or anything like that um but they just seem to go down very very quickly uh, the levels themselves are pretty pretty cool, like pretty standard for stuff that came out way, way back in the 80s and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, one thing that's interesting is that your ship, and I, it's amazing because I did not notice this until the absolute final boss of the entire game, but you can use the right stick to control the direction of your like gun, essentially your little shooter which blew me away when i discovered this because normally if you're playing shmups from the 80s or whatever like you just don't have that kind of control so like that threw me way off because the the end boss is like this thing that's lower on the screen it's a vertical scrolling uh so normally you're facing the boss and it's like at the top of the screen but this was like below you so it was like how on earth are you supposed to be dealing with this and that's when i started fiddling around and then noticed that holy smokes you have 360 degrees to control like i don't even get how that existed back then but hey that's that was what it was so uh that was interesting and i think now that i am aware of that i would have had a much simpler time going through the actual levels had i known that because there are there are parts where there are enemies that scroll down uh, the left and right sides and then as soon as they are 
uh, in alignment with you. They won't do anything necessarily, but they'll kind of just start to follow you. And then after a certain amount of time of doing that, then they'll sort of like zigzag across the screen towards you. And I, man, I had some crazy moments where I was dodging things coming uh, from like, like shots coming from the top of the screen down towards me. Meanwhile, like big turrets down below shooting up towards me and then these guys crisscrossing like it was just crazy and it would have just been the simplest thing to blow them all away from just simply by aiming to the side and shooting like so that's really cool so as soon as i jumped into bermuda triangle i noticed that it it looked pretty pretty similar to world wars and the like ship design and all that stuff and sure enough, uh, it works the same way. It's a twin stick, so you control your ship's movement and stuff with the left stick, and you aim with uh, the right stick. So that was really neat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So other than that, I think there are some other ones. There's like Tank 3. That's kind of like you you roam around with a tank, blowing things away. Uh, I'm sure there are some other shmups, but those are the main ones that I want to touch on, I think thought there was oh you know there's definitely alpha mission that is i think the first one on the list and chopper might also be a shmup i haven't checked that one out myself and i don't think i've ever heard of that one but um i have played alpha mission 2 on switch i did a a video of that for shmuptopia Uh, so it's neat to to see that um, alpha mission one is on there and that's from like 85 so yeah there are a whole bunch of niche shmups and some other just super old school games like akari warriors blah 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 victory road crystallis actually but anyway if you're into non-shmup stuff there is some uh yeah there are some things on there that are definitely worth checking out if you're into the retro scene so anyway moving on from there uh, we've done the staridon stuff we checked out some SNK. Something else that I have been up to, of course, big, of course, is uh, the rolling gunner practice in expert mode still. So it's really neat because I remember when I was playing Ghost Blade HD, that practice was so, so crazy. Like it was hours a day, huge chunks of time, and just like the only thing I did and it's not that I'm not playing, um, or let me word it this way, I'm I'm still putting in big chunks of time for Rolling Gunner, but I have a different approach this time, and I think part of it is because Rolling Gunner has been out for like a year now, a little over a year now, and it, yeah, it just feels different. Like my my I think my way of approaching it uh, this time is like. Kind of like, yeah, I don't want to just have such huge investments of time practicing the exact same thing. So even though I am doing like repetitive practicing, the way I'm viewing it now is like, okay, this is like if I'm going for a 1cc on expert mode, uh, like I'm in no rush. It's not like I'm trying to make it there by a certain amount of time or just like whatever it's just it's a really laid back approach it's like I yeah I'm sure I'm playing every day I'm really giving it my all but I'm not making it about like this like single focus that is consuming my entire life or anything like that so it's really neat to just have more of a casual approach to it and still be seeing amazing progress so right now 
I, well, for a while now, I've had the first level and first boss uh, down pat. Like, I don't need to detonate any bombs. I don't need to enter power mode uh, to, like, make a quick escape from getting hit. Like, I, that first full stage is totally done uh, in terms of being able to just play it perfectly. I still slip up a little bit with the second stage. And remember, like, I'm I'm serious when I say, like, I am going for, like, not relying on bombs and stuff like that. Like, otherwise, it would be, like, if I would be triggering the power mode or using a bomb, like, I'd always be getting so much further. But I'm just really training myself to not rely on that. Um, so anyway, uh, so with that limitation, I can get to almost... I haven't had a flawless uh, stage two boss fight yet, but I've been so close. And the, I think the last day especially has been super transformative because I've been exploring a lot of different options, just experimenting with things and seeing what I can figure out in terms of how to avoid certain attacks and just position myself certain ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I think I might even grab my water bottle soon. So it's been really, really awesome yesterday, just uncovering certain methods that I can apply and use to my advantage. And I love those moments because it's like, at first you go into it thinking like, how am I ever going to get through like this whole game, like doing it this way or like as far as I possibly can with this limitation. Um, but when you just approach it, in a way where it's like, okay, every stage, like it's just, you're taking things chunk by chunk and every little bit by little bit. And when you start seeing those moments where, yeah, you just, you learn that one little thing and you're just like, oh, that's it. Like that is what I've been wanting to see so that I can bring up the level of consistency of like pulling it off uh, to like a much higher degree. Uh, so I'm I'm really really excited about that. Uh, and while we're on the topic of Rolling Gunner, I will mention that Physicality Games, like I said last episode, has the open pre-order that ends June 30th, as far as I last heard. So honestly, five bucks down payment to secure a copy? Why not? And you can just pay the rest later. So let's definitely do what we can to make that a successful story. I really really want to get that physically. So. Let's get those uh, pre-orders in because that would just be sweet. So anyway, um, one thing I touched on last time was the Rolling Gunner update or DLC or whatever that's coming out next year. One thing I totally blanked on uh, is the fact that... uh, Okay, so anyway, I'll just do a a bit of a rehash since uh, some of you might be new and just getting this episode or whatever. So anyway, the update is going to essentially make it so that your right stick controls the gun pod. So like instead of using your ship's movement to aim in the opposite direction with your gun pod, this time you will, I think you can still do that, but you're also going to have the option of just using the right stick outright to aim wherever you want, whenever you want. So uh, the other thing I learned, which I had forgotten about, is that the gun pod in the upcoming DLC or update or whatever will actually cancel out uh, shots, like in some of the old school stuff. Um, I'm not able to think of any off the top of my head, except maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. I think 
Pulsestar or Blazing Star, maybe both of them had Gunpod type things to them. I don't remember. It's been ages since I played those, but I'm pretty sure one of those at least has that where like if your gun pod is in front of you and there's like a single bullet heading towards you, you can just let your gun pod um, take that. Like it'll essentially absorb the hit. So that is being introduced as far as I've heard. And I think that is really going to be a game changer in ways because when I think about how crazy a challenge my current expert mode practice is with that not being the case. Like, for instance, I I was going on YouTube and I was just looking up like some 1cc stuff just to see like a few things. And I, I noticed that most people have the update, like they're playing PC version, which has the update already or whatever. So uh, one thing I noticed is like they're playing so differently because they can afford to just ram the gun pod right through walls of like bullets and things so in that sense it seems like they have a much easier time because they have more that they can use for avoiding or just canceling out enemy shots and all this stuff so when I remembered that I was thinking to myself yeah you know what that just gives me that much more motivation to really buckle down and accomplish what I want to accomplish with this current version that I have on the switch before going that route and when I think about it in ways like if I can master this way that I'm playing before even getting those extra perks then it's like okay like yeah I can see the appeal like being able to control but if I can do it this way it's like I won't even need to utilize a future method where it's easier or to me it's easier because like I said you've got more to work with for survivability and just all that kind of stuff so it'll be neat I'm I'm really looking forward to it uh, but I think just in terms of the challenge level I think the current version is where it's at for me anyway because that's just what I'm into so anyway that's a little bit about rolling gunner and what I've been doing with that which that's going to be like mentioned in every episode I swear uh, until I like come away from it for a while or whatever but honestly it's just it's so good it's one of my favorite shmups on switch like if you have not checked it out please do Um, if you're not into buying the physical then definitely check it out digitally it's worth full price in my opinion it has so many layers of challenge and so much learning and it's just phenomenal but hey if you are into the physical then please check out physicality games Oh, okay, so <clears throat> with that out of the way, I want to talk about a little something else, and that is Rival Megagun. Now, I have not played this shmup. It's been out for quite some time. I do have the physical pre-ordered, which I'm really excited about. I'm not sure when that's even shipping or what, but for those who don't know, Rival Megagun revolves around like two-player um, play. Like You can play single-player as far as I know, but it's more geared towards like playing with a friend or whatever, except the only thing is like the online community is pretty much non-existent. Like as far as I have always heard, people are always saying like, yeah, like it's such a cool game, but like I, like they, they either don't know anyone who's playing it or if they do like schedules don't line up. And so like this is happening for everyone. And so like no one ever plays this game online. Uh, so one thing that I was thinking about this morning when I was having my coffee is like, yeah, you know what? That's another benefit to just having a dedicated shmup channel is just like making these connections, generating interest, talking about these games, 
bringing just more awareness to some of these games that just look so kick-ass that, uh, yeah, that aren't really getting the attention or the play that I feel they deserve. Um, and like I said, I, I have not played it, but based on what I've seen and all that, I am just above and beyond stoked for this. So anyway, just Rival Megagun in a nutshell is uh, vertical scrolling, and each character or each player um, out of the two players that are playing each have their own side, so left and right. And what you do is essentially you'll play it like you were just playing a normal shmup. Enemies will like filter down from the top or whatever. But, and I I, I won't claim to know all the ins and outs, but essentially you fill up uh, like a bar of some sort. And it's kind of like Tetris, like competitive Tetris in a way where like you, you can do certain things so that you can dump either I think it's either more enemies or like just mayhem onto your opponent's side and if you do something else you can become like a boss ship that travels over to your opponent's side of the field and you can just be shooting down at them as if you are the boss in a shmup and you and like the your opponent is like playing against like the boss state or boss phase of a stage it is just I've never seen anything like that and I think that this game really does deserve uh, a mention. So I'm really looking forward to just hearing some feedback on this. If you've played it, let me know what you thought either on Twitter or Gmail or YouTube when I do my video, when I get my copy or whatever. Um, but I think it would be really cool if uh, more people knew about this game and more people got on board because, yeah, it would just be neat to know, okay, like these peeps have it because they've mentioned that. So like, let's get some games in or just let's start doing something. Let's start interacting and like enjoying these games together or at least the ones where you can enjoy them with other people. Cause for the most part, shmups are just like straight up solo. You just do your own thing and that's that. And there's really nothing to do with uh, playing with others except for the select few where it does have like two player co-op or whatever the case is, uh, which a num- number of them do, but there's just something about rival mega gun that is, really fascinating because it is more of a 1v1 style so i really like that so anyway uh we are going to move on to a pretty big topic and it's not something that i'm going to be able to say a ton of in this episode but it's going to be something that is recurring we're going to get into this bit by bit over the future episodes and that is the or at least in my case, the Hayabusa fight stick. It's This will be my first arcade stick ever, and I'm really excited because I was, I was so, so close to picking this up uh, a month or two months ago, maybe. I don't recall exactly when it was. It wasn't super long ago, but I was so close to getting it when I was uh, still playing, when, when I was like really, really heavy into my Ghostblade HD practice. But the thing that held me off was like, okay, if I get it now, I've like I've never used a stick before. It's not only going to be an immense learning curve learning the stick itself, just in a general sense, but the fact that that would kind of throw my entire um, flow with Ghostblade way off because it's like, well, first I'm learning this new thing, and then I'm relearning these levels and the movements and everything that I've already mastered 
and just perfected and all this stuff. So that was kind of like a, yeah, you know what? I'll just hold off because like I've just I've memorized things to a certain point. I think it would be best to ease myself in a different way, maybe during a new game or something like that, like a new shmup. So I have that on order. I finally pulled the trigger the other night and that is showing up Monday or possibly earlier, depends when that gets dropped off. But uh, yeah, it was, I asked a bunch of people on Twitter about different options the first time I was considering it and then this time as well. Um, And it kind of boiled down to, like there were a number of options. There were some that were kind of like, okay, that's like, that would be great. I don't remember the names, but some of them were just like, okay, yeah, like I can get why you're recommending that. Um, because it's great for those who know arcade sticks and have experience and want to be doing this and that to them and like customizing it. And that's great and all. And I can totally see myself getting into that eventually. But for right now, I kind of just wanted something that was literally just plug in and play, uh, had decent reviews, uh, based on just how it performs, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I went with the Hayabusa, um, Nintendo Switch, like, uh, Hori Fight Stick, uh, now, it was close, because, like, I, I was talking to, uh, one of the Shoot the Core cast guys, and he was telling me the Mayflash F500 Elite, and that was looking really, really dope, and I was, I was honestly sold on that, I would have gone for that easily, but they were currently unavailable, and I had no, idea where else I could possibly track down something like that I checked a few different places so I was like you know what it's not available but the other one is and I've heard nothing but good about this one so that's the one it's going to be and it's interesting because I think over time I'm going to end up with multiple arcade sticks anyway so it's like it was kind of at the point where it's like I don't really care which I get like it's it's all going to be experience it's all going to be practice and yeah, it really just doesn't matter which order I get them in. So I do still want to track down the uh, the Mayflash F500 Elite at some point because it just looks awesome. And I just and he the guy also said that uh, it was more geared towards customization. So that's like something else I know I'm gonna want to get into eventually when I kind of become more of a uh, when I just get more of a feel for like what I want the stick to feel like and perform like and all that kind of stuff like just when I develop those sorts of uh, preferences but uh, right now that wasn't necessary so I was like yeah okay whatever um so yeah that kind of like touches on why I didn't get it initially but why I am now and I think it'll be interesting because I do want to so here's the thing the reason I started thinking about this in the first place even though like the pro controllers, I love them and they do an amazing job. But I was thinking to myself the one day, like way back, I was like, yeah, you know what? I like when I see certain people playing with arcade sticks on like YouTube or whatever, they just seem to have such mastery of the, the motions. And there was just something about it. Like there was just this, as if there was an extra level of control and precision And so I was thinking, okay, it it certainly won't hurt to at least sample a stick and see how I feel about it. Uh, If it, like I think one benefit, if it somehow translates to improved skills, 
superior to like what I'm doing now, then it's a win-win, like no issue whatsoever. So that was kind of like the main thing. It was like, okay, if I'm getting more serious about shmups and like playing better and going for higher scores and just like really buckling down with improving, then I might be onto something if I'm going for a stick. So that was like kind of where I was going with that. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see when that shows up. I'll definitely be sharing some uh, either like a, a quick like 10 second or 15 second unboxing whatever for Twitter or maybe I'll even do a YouTube video. I'm not sure. At the very least, I'll do like pictures for Twitter or something like that and uh, we'll go from there. But it, it'll be neat because like I said, I've got no experience, but as time goes on, and I kind of like document and share these little like journal entries, essentially, it'll just be neat to see how my thoughts form surrounding sticks in general. And just to be able to, yeah, maybe start tracking the progress that I'm seeing, or maybe just noticing things like, okay, yeah, like I, I like a stick for this kind of shmup, uh, but not like this other kind or maybe like I'll just be so into it that I just want to tackle everything I think a great game for just learning the basics would probably be bridge strike which I talked about last episode because it's super basic it literally is just like a cockpit style like back and forth um, move forward like very 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 basic movements are required for that so it's not like like, it would be totally different if I jumped into something like uh, Danmaku Unlimited 3 or what have you, or even Rolling Gunner. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm really excited to share. I'm excited to be finally dipping into this direction and getting a stick and all that. But, anyway, uh, I think that is... We're at about half an hour, and I think I've kind of touched on everything that I wanted to this episode. I think... Uh, one thing I want to mention is, just like with uh, Stonebeak Productions, my other YouTube channel, and Shmoptopia, my dedicated Shmup channel, I'm kind of leaning towards the idea of having a second podcast account because essentially for the same exact reason that I have two YouTube channels, like I didn't want Shmups to be dominating every single facet of my original channel because like Shmups are just such a... A powerful force in my life and that genre is just a dominating thing that they deserve to have their own thing so I've kind of been dabbling with the idea of just a yeah Stonebeak Productions podcast where I do everything other than shmups because there is a whole universe of excitement and things to just babble on about there so I'm kind of thinking of going in that direction um so yeah I can keep you peeps updated with that and info too if you're interested But uh, yeah, anyway, that's going to wrap this up. I want to thank you for all being here. I really appreciate the feedback and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just exciting to be doing this. It's exciting to have everybody on board who is just listening, supporting, like just chatting about these awesome games, these awesome shmups that we all love and just seeing what it translates to over time. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions or anything I always check and I will make a point of uh, working that into the episode, which actually reminds me. <laughs> I uh, I almost forgot. Oh my God. But Trevor uh, left a voice message asking 
if I have ever played any Switch lewd shmups. And he might have asked if there were, and if not, if there were ones that I wanted to. Um, so I'm glad I remembered that <laughs> as I'm babbling about like, oh yeah, I always blah, 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 blah. So the only one that I have played is Caladrius Blaze. Now, of course, because all my, or the vast majority of my shmup playing is on Switch, like there's a very, pr- probably a very, very small percentage of lewd shmups on Switch. I honestly couldn't even think of anything beyond Caladrius Blaze. Uh, so for those who aren't familiar with that, it's essentially like you pick your character and then if you get hit by an enemy, there's just like this pop-up where it's like the girl is like and like clothes are like flying off and like being torn to shreds and like all this craziness so i'm trusting that answers your question i think that one was actually on sale not too long ago i haven't played a ton of that one i've beaten it a few times and the mechanics are super super cool and the visuals are awesome like especially the attacks the different types of attacks and uh things that you just have like in your arsenal really really cool but i think it would be neat to actually do more of an in-depth talk on that in a future episode or something like that but i at least wanted to address um the question anyway so yeah trevor there you go you have your answer um but yeah that here's a question for the listeners like what are some of the switch ludes that you've checked out or uh, not switch ludes <laughs> uh shmup ludes that you've checked out or one's I know there are, there are more. Actually, when I was listening to one of the uh, Shoot the Corecast episodes last week, they touched on a few that were like of a dark nature. So I know there are like probably oodles out there, but uh, just not on the Switch yet. So anyway, that's going to be it, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking around. You have a stellar day, and we will see you all next time.